بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد باب المحافظة على ما اعتاده من الخير قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغير ما بأنفسهم وقال تعالى ولا تكون كالتي نقضت غزلها من بعد قوة أنكاثا وقال تعالى ولا تكونوا كالذين اوتوا الكتاب من قبل فطال عليهم الامد فقست قلوبهم وقال تعالى فما راوها حق رعايتها صدق الله العظيم This is a new chapter Imam Nawawi رحمه الله is given this chapter the heading Al-Muhafadha This word Muhafadha is what we call isme mubalagha in which there is emphasis the root word obviously being hafa and dha which means to protect or to persevere in this instance al muhafadha in other words shiddatul hifz to go out of one's way to exert oneself to protect alama i'tadahu min al khair those good deeds which have become habitual. What this refers to is that over and above the faraiz, one is that which is compulsory, that which is false. Obviously, in that, because it is compulsory, there is no margin for choice. That is, a person can decide if he wants to do it or doesn't want to do it. He has to do it. That which Allah has made farz compulsory upon him has to be carried out. Then there are those amal, acts of ibadat, etc., which are over and above the faraiz. This, as a person develops spiritually, his connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes stronger. Then he will, the urge, the raghbat, the shawq, the inclination for these amal increases. Example, the sunnats after the faraiz, the nawafil after the faraiz in our daily salah, chash namaz, ishraq namaz, likewise tahajjud salah, then there are many, many wazaif, sections of the Quran which were encouraged to read on a daily basis, Surah Yaseen, for example, in the mornings and in the evenings. Surah Waqi'ah, Rasulullah said at night, the one who reads that, Lam yaftaqir, you will never know poverty. Likewise, Surah Mulk, Alif Lamim Sajda, to read in the evening, Allah's Rasul said, such a person will be safe from the azab of Qabr. On a Thursday night, to read Surah Hamim al Dukhan. Likewise, on the day of Jumu'ah, to read Surah Kahf. We find that these are over and above the faraiz. They're not compulsory, but we are encouraged to carry them out and they carry great reward. There are those amongst us that Allah Ta'ala will give the tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala will guide, will give the inspiration to start doing these deeds. Now once you have made this your habit, once you are regular upon these a'mal, what does the Shariat require? The Shariat requires al-muhafadha. 
that you must go out of your way to persevere and protect that. You should not be what we call a seasonal Muslim. Now and then you do these amal and then when it suits you, you leave it out. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed by one person one day and he told him that why is it inna katabni wa tahdim? Why do you build and then you break the building? Why do you build and then you break the building? Why do you put up a wall and then you break that wall? So this person understanding the what Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was making ishara towards what he was indicating towards he said, Ya Rasulullah, sofa abni wala ahdim. That soon I will build and I will no longer break that. And we find that the verses of the Quran which Imam Nawawi rahimahullah brings in support of this heading of this chapter, the first of the verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Ra'ad, Inna Allah la yughayyiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayyiru ma bi'anfusihim. Allah Ta'ala will never change the condition of a people. In the tafsir of it, Mufassirin have mentioned, مِنَ النِّعْمَ أَوِ النِّقْمَ In other words, whether it is good conditions or bad conditions. Sometimes because of our amal, people are facing challenges, hardships, difficulties. Sometimes because of good deeds, people are in good conditions. Allah Ta'ala's help is with them, peace of mind, comfort, etc. So that status quo will stay. This is what this verse of the Quran means. That Allah won't change that condition of goodness. Or conversely, the condition of difficulty and hardship and calamity. Until they change the conditions within themselves. In other words, if they are doing good deeds, they are drawing the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are in good conditions. If they persevere on those good deeds, then Allah's help and Allah's succor and comfort will continue coming to them. Allah will not change the condition until they themselves do not change. And like we said, conversely, if they are involved in masiyat, in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the difficulties, the challenges, the calamities that they are facing will not change to ease and comfort till they don't make a concerted effort to change themselves. In the tafsir of this verse, one athar is mentioned where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَالَ الرَّبُّ وَعِزَّتِي وَإِرْتِفَاعِي فُوقَ arshi." Allah Ta'ala takes qasam on his dignity and his lofty position above his arsh. That ma min ahli qariyatin wala ahli baytin kanu ala ma karihtuhu min ma'asiyati. That there would be no people of any village or any home or any society who are on ma'asiyat, on my disobedience. ثُمَّ تَحَوَّلُوا anha. Then they change. They make tawbah, they repent. They bring goodness in their lives. إِلَى مَا أَحْبَبْتُ لَهُمْ مِنْ طَاعَتِي They change towards those good deeds which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. 
then Allah Ta'ala says, whenever that happens, I take an oath on my dignity and my honor and my lofty position above my arsh, that hawwaltu bihim amma yakrahuna min adabi ila ma yuhibbuna min rahmati. I will change the conditions from the azab and calamities and challenges that they are facing towards that which they love and that which they want, an exhibition of my rahmat and my mercy. لَا يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِقَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ Allah will not change the goodness or the difficulties you are facing until you yourselves do not change. So the relevance of this verse to the chapter that Imam Nawi rahimullah has brought is that when there is goodness in your life, you are waking up for tahajjud every day, for example, then persevere on that because the goodness that is attached to that amal you are drawing Allah's rahmat, Allah's mercy, Allah's help is with you, etc. That will continue as long as you will continue doing that good deed. If you will change, you will stop, you will take those deeds out of your lives, then conversely, that goodness which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was blessing you through those a'mal, that also will cease to benefit and come towards you. So persevere, do not let negative changes come in your life. The next verse which Imam Nawi rahimullah brings, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَلَّتِي نَقَضَدْ غَزْلَهَا مِنْ بَعْدِ قُوَّةٍ أَنْكَاثَا Allah Ta'ala says, do not be like that woman who shredded her spun yards to threads after strengthening it. This refers to a woman in Makkah Mukarramah who used to spin the wool on the yarning wheel till she would develop a garment. So this required great physical labor and exertion. After doing that, for some inexplicable reason, she would tear up that garment and destroy all the good work that she did. It's mentioned in the riwayah that her name was Rabita. So referring to this woman, the verse actually was revealed where Allah Ta'ala dissuades us from breaking our promises and our oaths. In, this, in the context of where Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned this particular verse, in other words, you went to so much of trouble, so much of spiritual exertion to bring these good a'mal in your life. Every, for example, every day you took the trouble, 9, 10 o'clock, stood on the musalla, you made that chash namaz. You sat in the masjid after fajr, engaged in Allah's zikr till the sun rose, till the time of ishraq. You were getting the sawab of one hajj, one umrah. You started your day on a good note. Persevere upon that. You were regular in your zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever it is, whatever was aif, whatever over and above the faraiz, you developed and brought within your life don't be like that woman in Makkah Mukarramah who went to all that trouble to, pre to prepare that garment and then she shredded it. Don't be like those who went to all this trouble of spiritually developing themselves to that level. They introduced these good amal and deeds and habits in their lives and then for no, for no good reason stop doing it. Stop making that effort and thereby obviously they will lose out on the benefit that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has attached to them. Because we find that, I'm digressing, but there is one, on the one hand, this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam carries great hope. 
And on the other hand, this hadith carries great warning also. What hadith? Nabi Sallallahu said, Allah will judge you, your actions will be judged, not based on the beginning or the middle. Bil khawatim, what was it at the end? What was it at the end? Like I said, this hadith is great hope. Great hope for the sinners. That if you are in masiyat, in Allah's disobedience, and at the end of your life you make tawbah, and you bring goodness in your life, then Allah Ta'ala will not judge you on your evil past. Allah will, Allah's mercy is such that Allah will judge you on your good ending. So on the one hand, the hadith carries hope. On the other hand, it's a great warning. Today you may be muttaqi, pious, in the masjid all the time. And then towards the latter part of your life, you give up all that and you go in a different direction. And then your moth has to take place on that. That your actions will be judged according to the ending. What is the underlying message? Persevere upon the goodness. Continue increasing it rather than decreasing it. Shall I continue smiling?